What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. We Tanya, Alex? Ooh, no, 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 no. Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we Tanya, Justin. There's a snipe in the garage. Sniper. Do, 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 do snipes live in cold garages? Snipes live in your heart. <laughs> that's that's what I've grown to believe. In your, in your heart. Yeah. Uh. Because you need healing powers. Yes. So, uh, did you have a good uh, good Christmas? Oh, yeah. How about you? It was great. Got a lot of a lot of fun stuff. I got a new mouse for the you no know, longer. Well, you guys don't hear excited it out, but I don't have to play with the fucking trackpad on my laptop anymore. This other one was called a rat. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if there were crickets in here, they'd be going off right now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm laughing, it's funny. Yeah, so we took kind of had a just because of Christmas, we had to take a take a week off, which no big deal. Yeah, but sorry about that anyway. We're going to try to yeah, keep works, up with the posting. Work get in the way, it happens. Yeah. But we'll try and stick to a weekly basis. But this time of year, it's hard to... All the all the family stuff going on. No, yeah. And no time off. <laughs> yeah. Not when you work in industrial work. I got, I got the next five days off, so... Well, I do not. I had yesterday off, and that was just by accident. <laughs> I work tonight at 10 p.m. Oh, boy. We got we to gotta hurry up, then. Yeah. No, we don't. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, jump into a little bit of what we got going on here for today's episode, The Order of the Straight Arrow. Great episode. Yes. Uh, we have no fan messages this time. Uh, Brother Daxman must have been lost or something. Cause nah, it's fine. Like the Facebook page info. And my right. uh, our question on the Facebook page is, who the hell is Garth? Who the hell is that guy? I mean, I just assumed my my guess was just it was a they needed a fourth person to balance out kind of the the fantasy that Hank had where it was they him just, and the guys and they, they needed, just made up a character for stealing from Wayne's world. Yeah, they they needed somebody who looked dangerously like Dale with the hair of like Beavis. Yeah, <laughs> you mean Boomhauer? Or you possibly? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boomhauer's lost. Yeah, because right. we had, you know, one person, Charles Montoya, who may or may not be in the mob. I'm not sure. His his answer. Better watch the way you're talking about the man. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be <laughs> nice. I don't want him to size me up for a nice pair of cement shoes. Cement. Uh, he said honestly, I thought it was Boomhauer's illegitimate son. Which I mean, there's could be. There is. So I I looked him up on the the King of the Hill uh, fandom wiki. The mm-hmm. Garth. Apparently, there's also a character. These people that people call. Um, Child Hauer, Child Hauer, Childlike Boom Hauer that you see in like the background when Bobby's at school. Okay, but it, it, on apparently according to the wiki, they're not related. Not canon. Yeah, it's okay. just it's just a something the animators did. Okay. There was another comment from a Randy Randerson who I already liked this guy because his profile picture was Archer. Oh, we love Archer, and he kind. Of, he said Garth is the is oh Garth is the son of Eustace Miller's useless. sister. Yeah, useless. <laughs> and he says, you know, Boomhauer's old girlfriend. I did not know that. Yeah, the, he was the chick Boomhauer dated like eleven years ago. And he said he's Randy Miller's cousin. Since neither Bobby nor Joseph ever hang out with Randy, they didn't know Garth at all. Okay. And well, Garth has a speech impediment, so that's why he never talks. And when he does, he mumbles a bit. It's, gotcha. Yeah. Creative, creative thinking on his part because it's obvious bullshit. But yeah, it's funny. I thought that was funny. Yeah. All right, Garth aside, favorite part of the episode? 
He, Bobby throws water at Hank. Says he can heal you, Dad. I'm a shaman. I, I'm a shaman. My favorite is just the ranger. The ranger? Just any of his, like the first scene where, where you know, Boomhauer snitching on them. It's like, he tells the whole story and then he's like, oh, well, if you see anything, just stop by the ranger station. <laughs> Let us know. And he sees Dale in his underwear and tied up and goes, yep, that's the order. It's the order of the straight air, all right. This is definitely, the straight air hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> yeah, just pretty much anything with the ranger. Because mm-hmm. that character is correct. Just had me laughing. Yeah. <laughs> the snipe don't exist. <laughs> he said knocking a whooping crane unconscious isn't illegal necessarily. But it's, it's, probably, not, it's probably not, not good, good for, for him. <laughs> All right. You told me you got some fun facts. I have a fun fact on... In 2020, there's 85 whooping cranes left. Oh. This episode was aired February 2nd, 1997. So they, and they... it was dedicated to... Oh, I didn't have that written down. But it was dedicated to um, a voice actor... Victor show, Aaron. Yeah. Who That's died five fun. days prior. Before the episode aired. Five months. Five months. Five really. months. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, because I have that one here. He was... Okay. He was the original voice of Jonathan Redcorn. Oh, okay. Otherwise known as John Redcorn. Okay. The healer. Yes. Uh, the he, masseuse. He died September 4th of 96 of a, in a car crash. And this, oh, my. Yeah, this episode was dedicated in his memory. Mm-hmm. John Redcorn has any more speaking lines the rest of this season? I'm not sure. Because then, yeah, they go on to a different actor for John Redcorn, who el- who right. also is a Native American or of Native American descent. Okay. Jonathan Jose, I think is his name. I'm not, I don't have it written down here. Okay. This episode also has the first and only appearance of Bill's father, Eric Dotrieve, which I didn't even know his dad had a name or his name's ever mentioned. Me neither. So, so that I is his actual dad, that, that very Beavis and Butthead looking guy. Yeah. You know, he looks very much like the adults from Beavis and Butthead, very muscly. And angry. He looks like those guys that Beavis and Butthead run into in the desert and Beavis yeah. and Butthead do America. Yeah, that are definitely his, his their, like, their dads. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the Bill's dad and the Dale's dad, which we know that isn't Bug Gribble. Right. He's not the, that's not the gay cowboy. No, that is not the gay cowboy. But yeah, that, that came from the wiki, so I don't know if Bill's father's name's ever actually mentioned or if someone from the show gave him a name or where that Eric Dotrieve came from. I'm not sure, but that's yeah. that's news to me. Yeah. Also, fun fact. So uh, for Christmas, I got seasons one through six on DVD, and nice. some, not all, but some episodes have audio commentary, either from people that worked on the show, or they actually have ones of the actors playing the character, like the actual characters of the show. Right. Like I think the one, I think the one where Khan is introduced. There's commentary from Bill and Dale, which I'm looking forward to listening. Yeah, definitely. But so they do it as the character. Yeah, not not the voice actors That's as super being cool. themselves. It's the voice actors being their characters, which is pretty cool. It's really cool. Um, but anyway, for this episode, it was Clay Hall who was the director for this episode. He ended up becoming higher up within King of the Hill. Doing but what? I don't know. Sure, I can't remember what oh, he okay. said. But for the he actually directed this episode. Which I didn't know there were directors for animated shows, but it makes sense. Oh yeah, there's he directors for animated shows. Yeah. You know, what gets animated and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what he had said was uh, Kathy and the Jimmy 
had shirts made up for the whole cast that said, Wooloo, we matanye. Nice. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Send them in. And then I was telling you about the deleted scenes earlier. Right. There is one. There's a scene where Eustace drops off. What the hell's this kid's name? Randy? Yeah, Randy. Randy. He's dropping Randy off and he tells him, you know, he'll, I'm be proud of you no matter what, blah, blah, blah. And the guys are kind of shitting all over Randy or useless. Useless, yeah. You see him get into like a Ferrari type car and drive away. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, saying yeah. his life's. His life's been nothing ever since he failed at the straight arrow. Right. And he's he's in a Ferrari and he drives away and Dale just goes, You know that's his wife's car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was all I got for fun facts. The, the DVDs are really fun, actually. So we'll move on to some trivia uh, that I am dominating in. Yeah. I am two and oh in King of the Hill trivia. You're also number one in bragging, it's fine. Yep. I'll let the, the losers first question. Uh huh. What did Young Boomhauer say instead of uh, instead of saying "get let's get drunk"? Oh, fuck! Slandered? Snickered? Snickered? Damn it! Wrong. Okay. What is? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Go ahead. What is the drink that they're drinking? The uh, name? Bl- Bloody Mary mix. Just yeah. had vodka. There's a name for it. it's a brand. There's a brand name to it. Yeah, it's, I still got a point. Captain Colonel's Bloody Mary mix. Yeah, well. Just add vodka. Just add vodka. All right. What did Dale's dad teach him? Not to trust anybody. Don't trust no one, but I'll take it. That's the same thing. I'll take it. I'll allow it. What was the name of the state park they stayed at? Uh, John Wayne. Dang it. What does John Redcorn say is sacred? Everything. Spirit bag. He says everything's sacred. No. He said everything from his people is sacred. And they said they can take something sacred. But wrong. So we tied this one. Well, I got one more. But I got oh, I got one right, you got one right. Yeah. So how many whooping cranes are left in the world? That was my... That no, you just said it. that there are 70 whatever. But in this Wait, episode... five. Or no, six. Wait, five. Now four. Because that was the line. Five. Which one is five? It? Shut up. Five. Yeah, it's five. <laughs> uh, I guess you can get one. Yep. All right, so I still win. And now I'm the greatest of all time, and to ever be, and to ever will. On that note, that'll be the last trivia we ever do in the podcast, so I'm on top. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how it goes here. Uh, Fake a win. Had to get a win somehow. Yeah, somehow. So we ready to get into it, or yeah? All right. So we op- we open up this time with a little uh, cold open of the guys hanging out in the same as alleyway. Yeah, drinking, talking about uh, the order of the straight arrow. I guess he invited Bill and Boomhauer, right? He did. Yes. And then we get our flashback to the snipe hunt of 1966, and we get our third straight cotton. Third straight cotton. Which I love it. Love it. Can't get enough cotton. Adore it. And uh, so, yeah, that's three, like I said, three in a row of cotton. Yep. And he's uh, getting them ready for the snipe hunt. And he pretty much makes useless. He makes, he, uh, oh, I'm stumbling through this. You got it. Get there. Go. <laughs> We're proud of you. Cotton, cotton <laughs> labels use, useless uh, failure and he loses the straight arrow. He has to go get him a beard. You notice he, cotton uses sticks. <laughs> and he's a one one strike policy. 
There's no there's no biting down on Slim Jims when it comes to cotton. Well, eventually, when they get back to the when they actually get to the campground, they have sticks. Okay. And I'll point it out when we get when we get there. But yeah. here's so the Captain then, Colonels. Yeah, and Bill wants to be an astronaut and drink Bloody Mary mix all day. Yeah. Not not with vodka, just the mix. No, just the mix. Yeah. You get used to drinking this. This is why I I, I always thought it was beer until. Well, because we, Bill we makes the face. Dove into the episode. Bill makes the face. Yeah, same exactly. Face, I, the same face I make when I drink beer. Yeah, he's lightweight. And uh, Dale wants to live in London and have people killed. Hank wants to sell propane and propane accessories. If grades are right. My grades are good enough. Now we have a uh, Mexican standoff between Joseph and Bobby. With of course with drills. Corded, corded drills. And Bobby puts a hole in their canoe, which they don't use. And then Probably because he kills the whooping crane. So now they're just, they're just talking about how uh, the Order of the Straight Arrow taught them life lessons. They're thankful that their dad tricked them. Yeah, that's just the whole whole fun of it is being tricked boomhauer has the idea to uh put the, all their hands in water make them wet their sleeping bags ah yes cleaning clean clean that dang old pp <laughs> and hank's like well we need some new material john redcorn shows up i'll look after your wife <laughs> his jeep's still playing hot blood hot blooded i think when he pulls up i don't know if actually i can't remember if it's doing that in this I episode can't remember. but uh yeah we see uh John Redcorn, voiced by, as we mentioned before, what's his name? Dr. Me. Victor Aaron. Victor no, Aaron. No, I, I forgot. Alrighty. And, uh... Yeah, Victor Aaron, as I said. <laughs> Dale's, Dale's like, uh... Me and the guys are going out this weekend, and... Sure, I'll watch your wife, Dale. <laughs> I'll look after your wife, Dale. All the guys look at each other, because they obviously know what's going on, but... Dale's just like, oh, uh, thanks. Uh, Nancy's healer is here. Yeah, yeah, uh, healer. And then we get that that great joke of uh, whenever John Redcorn speaks, there's the Indian whistles playing and right. the air getting blown in the in the wind. We get the first mention of Weematanya. Yeah, I don't but know. it's Wematna. I, I yeah, so, Matney. Yeah, John Redcorn says it, says it the correct way, and then then uh, Hank just white mans it immediately. And we get the first mention of Lenore, but not but not by name. It's just they're using. Lenore's tennis socks as yeah. spirit bags. Yeah, He's, he got him in the divorce. Yeah, every time she plays, she gets blisters now. It's been six years, Bill. I think she bought new socks. So now we have uh, Bobby and Joseph camping out in Bobby's room, and we get full full Bobby's room this time. Full Bobby's room. So it's got the the desk, and I think it had, I think it had the Bob the not the Bobby the. Bart Simpson on the bookshelf. I'm trying to keep an eye out for the the first Bart Simpson. Right. That he's. So I just thought he always had it, but yeah, in the early ones. No, you didn't. don't see it. You just see his bed and the little bench across his window. Yeah, it's not full on Bobby's room yet. But we're getting there. My sewing badge badge falls off. Okay, so we get the boys in the tent, right? Camping out, and they're talking about what they might have to do for the Order of the Straight Arrow. And trying out some cussing. Walking out cold. Yeah. Walking on coals and then eating the coals. Almost saying fuck. Yeah. And we get Peggy's classic bad Spanish. Yeah. Par- pardon me. Par- yeah. Pardona me. Wrong, lady. Peggy Hill knows a half swear when she hears one. Yes. She knows a half swear word when she hears one. And then, uh, so use- Useless is dropping off Randy. He tells me to be proud of him no matter what. And Hank's like, what a, what a crock, you know. 
don't know what I'd how I'd turn out if my daddy had loved me no matter what. Right. Then we get we get our B plot here, which is the first episode with a B plot here. Uh, Luann's going to her mama's court date or whatever. Right. So Peggy's shooing her out, gives her a, a whatever a disposable camera. That's what it was, yeah. Uh, penny saver. So she does the same to to Hank and the guys. She's trying to trying to get them out because she's got she's got something she's got to do. We don't know what it is yet, but right. But she has to drive three times over for it. Hank's giving his his Wee Matanye speech, and you know they're all all ready to go. They'll be back on Sunday, and uh, the car won't start. Of course, the car won't start. Hank's Peggy's car this time. Right, He's not taking the truck because Peggy takes the truck. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why Hank doesn't take the truck though. I'm assuming more room and trunk space. But then again, you can just throw it in the bed of the truck. I guess that's why they're taking. The is that truck. Bill's truck the one that Boomhauer and Dale are riding in? No, I think it's just Boomhauer's car. Oh, yeah, it's a green... maybe it is. No, Dale just has the bug. Yeah, so it's... so it'd be Boomhauer's truck. Oh, okay. I think. Well, no. Well, maybe Boomhauer still always had that sports car. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just assume because it kind of looks like an army, army not, truck yeah. that it would be, uh, just Bill's truck. Right. But uh, now the, the kids are bugging the shit out of Hank, saying we Matanya, we Matanya. They're playing the, the plate game, but they're only finding Texas plates. Right. Our first view of Dale's ass. Some steamed hams. Some pressed hams. Steamed hams with Simpsons. Everybody's laughing out here. <laughs> See. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, this podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Of one. It's just me. I'm loving it. It's great. All right. So now the the, the kids have thoroughly annoyed Hank. So they, he's given them now uh, Silent Sticks. Yep. Also, this is when he switched from Slim Jims to Silent Sticks. Well, they're actually Slim Jims. Are they? Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'll, show, I'll point it out when we get there. But yeah, they... But these are Slim Jims. To the white man, maybe. To the white man. To Wee Matanya, they are silence sticks. And Bobby already failed. Twice. Twice. And we see Peggy at the ATM um, starting a small fire at a bank. With her receipt. Burning her ATM receipt as to not make a paper trail. Right. Genius. She's an idiot. And she's on to something. She burns down the bank. She'll never... <laughs> she, she can get more money. She can buy as many shoes as she wants. Exactly. Or microwaves. Yeah. So now uh, Bill's hungry. Obviously, Bill's. That's all Bill does. <laughs> He's trying to make sure somebody can talk. So they're trying to get all all four of the boys to screw up their oath of silence, and Bobby keeps <laughs> failing in front of his dad, which yeah, can't poor, stand poor it. Bobby. I should have kept track of how many times Bobby lost, uh, broke the oath of silence. I'm gonna say eight. Let's see one, the very first one. And then what? Twice in the twice in the car. So that's three, yeah. three times in the car. Because we get the same repeat scene of Dale's butt hanging out the, out the truck. Bobby's not upset with the the butt hanging out the. It's because he's not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, he's he not wearing a seatbelt. We Matanya, Mr. Gribble's not wearing a seatbelt. We, we Matanya. <laughs> now they've arrived at John Wayne State Park with the crowd of people pouring in. A lot of hippies. Now, yeah, hippies celebrating Earth Day, I guess. Is that what it was? Like, yeah, that's what I guess. What Dale says later when he's trying to getting out of in trouble for the whooping crane. He's like, "I oh, was just okay. here celebrating Earth Day." 
from playing with my hacky sack. Sounds believable to me. Public service announcement, do not take the brown ecstasy. Don't take the brown ecstasy. Yes, that's what the hairy armpitted hippie says. That's what she said. And then Hank sees sees one of the hippies bouncing around. Would it kill her if she wore a bra? And then and stares at her. Dale, Dale and Hank. That's, that's a great visual gag there. Just them both just, they kind of, their heads are kind of nodding like they're following mm-hmm. along yeah. to the, the bouncing, bouncing boobies. boobies. I love it. Bobby and Joseph are talking secretly. They are yeah. wearing twigs now around their necks. Yeah, I got ahead of myself. Now they have sticks. Yeah. Bobby writes it down. He doesn't want to say it. And Joseph just reads it out loud. Now doing the annoying Wee Matanya thing. Right. Cranks. Cracks Hank up, too. Yeah. So now they're around the, the sacred fire. Hank's Indian name is Kicking Elk. Kicking Elk. Almost like kicking ass. So I get it. it. It's funny. Funny joke. Ha, 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 One person's laughing somewhere. It's that one studio audience member. <laughs> yep, there he is. There he is. We got it. There's the guy. The sacred ground and clean. clean. God, I cannot talk today. He cannot. He'll get there. We're proud of you. Yeah, we're proud of you. See, that guy's supporting us. It's uh, our Hank, one listener. <laughs> Hank, thanks, yeah, Hank, thanks, Wee Tanya, for the the clean water and clean, fuel efficient, sacred burning fire. Yes. He reads off part of what Psalm what? Psalms twenty three. Although I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And but then he also with liberty and ethos in the pledge of allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> We got another Peggy here doing some shit Spanish. Senor, what was that? Barnos? Gracias. She, she says, Gracia Ibanez. But if you play, if you watch, play, if you watch with the subtitles yeah. on, like I do, we both do because neither of us can hear. It's Garcia, or like whatever, whatever Grace would be in Spanish. Okay. Grace Iban, uh, Iban- was Ibanez. Is that That's what it looked like. It had the, uh, the old dude, the yeah. accent over the thingy. Yeah. 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 Ninja, I don't know what it's called. And the, and the tilde, tilde? The, I, sh- is that what it's called? The tilde? I don't know. The little squiggly thing over the end. The, the little squiggly thing that hangs in the back of your throat. Straight arrow loves nature. The straight arrow is against Bill HR fifty-seven, to allow the importation of South American propane. I love that. Hank just throwing in his his propane knowledge. He's just flexing propane at him. Surprised he even have a campfire going. Probably the deadliest beasts in creation. Oh, snipe. snipe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, those those who do not catch the snipe are dead. Are dead. Yeah. It just Bill gives them their whoop ass sticks. Here's your whoop ass sticks. And Dale scares them saying they have uh red glowing eyes, long crooked teeth, claw, claw on the tail. With another claw on the end. <laughs> just scaring the shit out of these boys while they're they're snipe hunting. Brilliant imagination by Bill. By uh, Dale. Excuse yeah. me. Woo, Lulu. Yeah. Woo, Lulu. Woo, Lulu. Woo, Lulu. Is, is the snipe call. So now they're leaving the boys in the the tall brush next to their campsite. Hank's like, oh, yeah, they'll be they'll be in there a couple hours. We'll come get them. And then yep. you hear Bobby scream and like three or four good whacks. So he gets this whooping crane good. Dragging out in a bag. He's got a snipe. There's no snipe. Big ass whooping crane. We get this great line from from Dale. There's only five of them in the world. Well, four, four now. 
Uh, that goes that goes to commercial. And we come back, poking it with the stick. Not sure what to do about this whooping crane. But that's the way that you make sure something's alive. You don't check its pulse. You just poke it with a stick. Dale's trying to do his best to just get out of the situation entirely and just abandon his friends. Because that's just the kind of friend Dale is. He's the one to run. Trouble happens. Just here He's to... not having his shit, though. Yeah, and Bill, Bill takes his keys. He's not going anywhere. And then... You know, Bobby's feeling terrible because he thinks he's failed the straight arrow. He says it was a snipe, but we Matanya turned it into a whooping crane to teach me a lesson. Joseph's Joseph's not stupid. Joseph Surprise, knows surprisingly, they made all of it up. yeah, he, not, he knows. Not in, this, not in this season. He's not really. He's not stupid in this season. He he realizes. You know, this is all. You know, this is all made up from our dad. He, right. And but, you know, Bobby blindly just following his dad. Hank instructs Bill to grab get his shoes and his pants. Off, yeah, off of Dale, yeah. just because they don't want him to... He can't run if he doesn't have his shoes or pants. And uh, then we get my favorite part, is the ranger showing up, because the tracking tracking device that's on the whooping crane is within 10, 10 yards of the area or whatever. Yeah. And we get a great, great background shot of uh, Boomhauer and a hippie coming out of the... Yeah, the actual the lead hippie, the one that was talking. Oh, was it the lead Yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's why she was so close, that she could see with the binoculars. That's funny. She's wearing the same shirt, too. Boomhauer doesn't mind the Harry Pits, I guess. He doesn't mind the Harry Pits. Ranger asks Boomhauer if he knows anything. Boomhauer pretty much snitches on all of them. And you get Hank's face. It's just wide-eyed. Holy shit, we're about to get in trouble. But right. lo and behold, the Ranger doesn't speak Boomhauer. So. Yeah, Hank's jaw drops. Because Boomhauer's talking to this park ranger, spilling the beans. Yeah, and then he asks the boys. And, of course, Randy tries to narc on them. Because that's just what Randy is. Randy's just a big fucking narc. Dale comes out. He's been hogtied. In his undies. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders just like, oh, ugh, straight arrow hasn't changed a bit. So, they were in some weird stuff then. Yeah, that's definitely a shot at the Boy Scouts, which is hilarious. Which is what the whole episode's about. Yeah, pretty much. And so then Bobby's trying to use Wee Matanya to bring the whooping crane back to life. Right. Head hippie sees she's going off to tell the Ranger. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Peggy out. Is she in Mexico or is she just... No, farther in Texas? She's not in Mexico. But she's, she's just three towns over. Oh, okay. So she shows up at the, the large women's shoe store. Yeah. And if you notice, this guy... So she's been buying shoes from this guy for a while. So much so that she know, he, he knows her terrible Spanish. Right. So he speaks to her in it. And then we get, we get more terrible Spanish out of her when she says, I'm, I'm here for new Zapados. Yeah, which Zapados. In your Which in your country, you call shoes. Right. Speaking to a, a Mexican man. Right. Or a Hispanic man. Right. So, yeah, bad, bad Spanish. Bad all the way around. And she wears a size 16 triple E. Size 16. Triple E. Which I thought she had two different size shoes. She does later. eventually, yeah, later. later. Yeah, okay. They realize she has, like, a six, one's 16 and a half or something. That, that's, maybe that's what it was. I thought it was even bigger, but yeah. The guy... Has two guys carry out her shoes. It takes yeah. two people to. There's two, there's two guys carry out her box of shoes that are just one pair. Yeah. And then we uh, cut back to the campground. Head hippie's talking to the ranger. He's saying, uh, she's like, I saw him holding the, the crane over, over his head. And I think they also were talking about hunting snipe last night. And the ranger says, there are no snipe. And she goes, um, how many more creatures must they wipe out or something before, like that? Yeah, how right? many? How many more can they wipe out before they've learned? And so they're trying to sneak. Uh, the guys are trying to sneak out of the campground. 
What's that flapping sound? <laughs> I like that sound effect too. It's like a good, good. And then we pointed this out watching it earlier. Like, how far away did they drive? Like, they didn't even drive out of the campground. I, I always say they, they had to have drove just to the end of the forest line and then just turned. Because they run into hippies and they try and attack them with hacky sacks and frisbee. They try and shove it in a drainage pipe of some yep. some description. Can't get it out. Bobby takes the whooping crane over to like a you know puddle. And he's swim for the last time. Yeah, he's he's putting his Wimatanya shaman powers to the test, trying to to wake he up. Doesn't the, know he's a shaman yet. Well, he yeah, he's working on it. Release your spirit, he says. Yeah, Lulu, Lulu, <laughs> using the snipe call. And Hank's just like you know, Bobby. For fuck's sake, dude! It's it's all made up. I pro- I promise you, it's Everything. stop believing me. And <laughs> I'm a liar. <laughs> Bobby's just not having it. He goes, no, he he knows it's a test. He just just knows. And Bill's like, yeah, even my spirit socks is my ex-wife's. Her spirit bags are my my ex-wife's yeah. socks, you know, which I, I want them back, which is extra fucking creepy. Very, very creepy. <clears throat> so then the park ranger shows up, catches them with the whooping crane, and they think they think it's over. Hank's got to go back to the uh, the station with him and. He tells he instructs Bobby to give him the the whooping crane as evidence, and uh, when Bobby goes to pick it up, the crane crane's awake, no yeah. longer unconscious. So even if he did knock it unconscious, it would have died in the cooler. Possibly. I mean, it, those things are pretty airtight. It wasn't too much of time that went by. I guess overnight. Well, yeah, we don't know when Bobby took it out. It was like we don't know. Well, we don't know when he he knocked him out, and then they put him in the cooler. Which part they put him in the cooler at? Because they were poking him with a stick for a while. Oh, we get another great line from the ranger I completely forgot about. He goes, you lied to me, you lied to this little boy, and I don't know what you were doing with that man over there. In his underwear. Talking about Dale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the whooping crane wakes up. He uh, Comes back to life. He's fine. He's just uh, just was unconscious. He needed a nap. Yeah. Weematanya saved him. That's It was his whoop-ass stick. That's what really saved him. No, it was his... His shaman healing powers of Bobby Hill. It was the whoop-ass stick. And so the, the bird flies away, and Hank's like, Bobby tries to explain it was Wima Tanya, and Hank's just like, I have a headache. And then it's your your favorite yeah, part. I'll, I'll heal you, Dad. He throws water in the man's face. Woo, no, no. Woo, no, no. Flicking water at him. So then we get our another, another feel-good family moment. That's pretty much where this first season was was trying was hitting at every every episode as like that feel good family moment. Yep. You know, either Hank telling him he was proud of him no matter what or mm-hmm. you know, Peggy finally being able to talk talk shop with, with Bobby. Right. So then uh after the or during the credits we get uh Peggy coming back with her big sixteen size sixteen shoe. Yeah. And she's Double fi- E or is it E? Triple E. Triple E. Yeah, she's she files off the uh, the one, the one. So it's a size six, which which I'd imagine her sixteen feet are probably bigger than Hank's shoes. They are, big, and I'm sh- I'm sure they're bigger than Hank's shoes. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Hank just keeps it keeps it secret, or he, I, I don't know. It it maybe he likes feet. Yeah, and a so uh, <laughs> yeah, Hank's like, so you, you do some shopping? And she goes, oh yeah, just a microwave. And Hank goes. Man, this family goes through microwaves like most people go through shoes. Right. But uh, 
And the box is the size of a microwave. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, is a massive. Giant shoe box. But it is for giant shoes, so it is what it is. So, well, yeah, that that ends the episode. It's, it's a decent episode. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't put it out there with, like, the classics, personally. No, it's it, it's a good little one-off. It doesn't really... I mean, it does introduce us to Randy, because he he'll show up later, and he's pretty much, like, the... The goody two shoes. Of and it's the, the first John Redcorn line, isn't it? Or is that yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one? Well, we see him. We saw him in the pilot, yeah, but he didn't saw speak. Him, but we didn't, didn't yeah, speak. that was the first he speaking. Was that, he was just in his classic Jeep. Had Nancy hop in. Yeah, she ran, ran out the door for it. I remember that. He got a dick appointment. Yeah, a healing appointment. Uh huh. So yeah, I mean, that, it's not. It's not the worst episode. No, I wouldn't. It's just it's not it's a, a bad episode. It's a. It's a meh. Yeah. Yeah. I give it a meh. Yeah. As far as blue flames of valor go. What are we out of still? Were we, were I, we we're, out of, we're out of 10 on that. Out of 10. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, I think the last one was an eight and a half. I think we gave the pilot an eight. This one I'd kind of give a six and a half. Like it's not. Yeah. I was, eh. I was thinking, yeah, I wonder right around there. 6.3, 6.4. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's around there. It's, it's a, like I said, it's a, it's an episode. It's not terrible. It it does it does its That's job. A tactical foul. Yeah. yeah. It, it it yeah. It introduces some new characters. It does. It does introduce us to Peggy's big feet, which if that's your thing. There's a whole lot of feet there. Yeah. Whole lot of feet. A lot. So what do you have to say, audience? Wasn't bad. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, audience. So yeah, any what? any of you guys, <laughs> any of you guys having thoughts on the episode? Make sure to leave us an email, dangitbobbypod at gmail dot com. Uh, yep. Make sure if you haven't already like us on Facebook. I'm not, I haven't checked that. In I a haven't while. checked it. I haven't gotten a notification for it in a while. Probably because we took a week off to post yeah, posting exactly episodes. Why. Yeah. So thank you again for liking. So this is this is your first episode. I'm sorry. Please go back and watch, listen to the other one. Yeah. This one probably won't be our best, but no, I, I can already say it's not our best. That's the hard thing about these episodes that aren't aren't the best. Yeah, we'll we'll be more prepared. We're still learning. Yeah, but we have had a total of eighty three plays. Thank you across all seven of our platforms. Pretty much, we're if there's a podcast app out there that you like, we're on it. I mean, that's just what I'm going to say anymore because yeah, the seven good. off. That's, I'm already having a hard enough time talking today, so we'll leave it at that. He's got a squeaky voice over here. Puberty again, huh? Yeah. It's hard. Repeat puberty. It's a strange thing. Ball's dropping again, huh? Twice? Oh, it's the second one now. Oh. I know how puberty works as well. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. So. Hello. I ask you this question every time and you're never prepared for it. What's the next episode? I'll let you take it away. <laughs> no, it's the uh, Willie Nelson episode. Yep, Hank's got the willies. Hank's got the willies. That's what it was. I knew it was yep. something clever with first, the willies. First major guest star. And it's uh, we're on the fourth episode. That's kind of in, well. I mean, Mike Judge is a big deal, but yeah, I know, think Beavis and kind of helped a little bit. But oh yeah, but I mean, I think I mean, they could already see the genius in the show. I oh feel yeah, like. stay tuned. The next episode. Please <laughs> give us a rating on i iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Yeah, the Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to follow us on any of your pod- anchor and all that stuff. Yeah, podcast apps yeah. and uh, 
for right, Dang it, Bobby. It. I'm, yeah, I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm Alex. Take it easy, guys. Later.